All right, we're back. Welcome back to the More Life Podcast, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Bart Aniston. If you're new around here, go ahead, hit the like, hit the follow, hit the subscribe. All that fun stuff, no matter where you're watching, if it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, doesn't matter. Um, this is going to be our kickoff episode, and I'm, I'm pumped. I'm so pumped because I feel like there's this new wave of different kind of energy that's inside of me right now, and I don't know. I, I'm excited to share it with you guys. And the podcast, as per usual, is morphing and growing with me as as I grow and develop as a person, as an entrepreneur, as I'm learning more things. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, but this is kind of like the midway through the year, you know, uh, update. What's going on? I know we haven't had a podcast in a couple of weeks. Bart's, where's that? Where is it? Uh, we got some great people that we've already pre-recorded and some excellent interviews lined up. And I, I myself am going to try to make it more of a self-help therapy uh, for myself where I can kind of give updates as to what's actually happening in the business and actually what's going on with me in my journey for more life, you know, because more life, more life, more life. We're trying to squeeze more out of the mundane and the grind, and we want it to be as good and as well uh, meaningful as possible, if that's even a proper sentence structure. Um, but I'm excited to be back. You know, we're now on TikTok. I'm super happy about that, finally. Um, our video editor has been so good to us, uh, Raquel. And uh, she's she's editing tons of content as we're pumping it out. And uh, there's going to be lots more there. We're posting some of our older clips that have done really well um, to our new audience on TikTok. Thank you. Um, we're going to have some more and different and, and unique guests as we start to endeavor where I really wanted this podcast to be, which was a intersect of entrepreneurship mental health and like kind of taking a step back and learning about yourself. Um, a lot of people look for business or entrepreneurship to be happy. And I think happiness comes with honesty. And I want this to be the sanctuary of honesty. Uh, so our guests are going to be a little bit different. It's still going to be about creative entrepreneurship, but it's going to be looking even more at the holistic approach. Um, we're going to get some specialists in here, some people that can talk about um, courage, people that can talk about vulnerability, people talk about self-care, people that walk through, uh, you know, these, these challenging parts of our lives. And when you're an entrepreneur, the top of one hill is the bottom of the next hill. So you have to be mentally fit for this. And I can't wait to talk, you know, more about that. But I think that's an interesting space for us to be in this season and to talk with people who have done the journey and been able to walk the walk and talk the talk and all that kind of fun stuff. So great, genuine conversations. This one, this is going to be the sanctuary of honesty where we are real with ourselves and our progress and none of the Twitter hype and people posting only the best and highlights things that have gone on and how their agency is thriving. But we're going to talk about realistically what, what do those numbers mean and how do they match and so much stuff, you know, that's, I want to tackle with that. Um, what else? We have the new site coming, man. Oh, okay. Site is coming. Merch is coming. I've seen the merch. We still have some updates to do to the site. 
I would love this to be like a full on real community. So I, I, I hope we can get there. I hope uh, eventually I can afford enough spare time to keep growing this podcast and to level it up to a place that is worthy of your dollars and that you feel connected to people here. That's kind of the goal. So follow us everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all the things were there. Like, follow, subscribe, five-star review anywhere you can. So I wanted to start this season off with kind of an update with what's going on with me specifically. Not that I'm a narcissist or anything, but just I feel like people love to hear the inner workings of, I guess, what it takes or what I'm going through um, to make all of these things happen. And I feel like, you know, I can't, I'm not an Instagram person, really. I'm a consumer of social media. I don't post stuff like this on social media. This is why a podcast is really good. Um, yeah, this platform on a podcast is more long form. I can be more real with you guys and not have to worry about a timer somewhat a timer there is a battery and storage uh factor that i have to do but you know other than that we could we could talk for a little bit so this year has been a little bit weird <clears throat> it's been um really good but also very challenging and it's kind of like what biggie said more money more problems you know so the more successful you are you have different types of challenges and I think your life always gives you exactly what you need to prepare you for what is about to come next. Um, I don't believe in fate. I believe that, you know, yeah, your life just works the way it works. And it's funny how when you look back, you're like, oh, that happened. And then that happened. And they're probably connected. I don't know what to call it, but that's kind of what I feel now. It's kind of like I'm going through a really hard moment in my life that's challenging me and making me be honest. Uh, but at the same time, I'm almost excited because I'm like, if I get this stuff in order, what's on the other side of me climbing this mountain? So weird year. We started off, <clears throat> if we're talking financially, we started off very slow. I think we didn't make <laughs> barely any money. We were in the red immediately, which is not unusual. We're usually pretty slow after Christmas um, and New Year's. But yeah, we were really slow. I think it was like mid beginning of March, mid-March. We we're like, okay, so I'm not a failure. Uh, we're still we're still in the good graces of our of our clientele and our advertising and content marketing efforts are still, you know doing their jobs. So that was a really um, tough couple of months. We were still, you know, new to producing content specifically for construction and architects and interior designers and in our niche, our target market um, aspirations are not there yet. I want to be more a leader in that space. Um, yeah. And it was, it was, it, it's hard. It takes a lot. It takes so much work in terms of building a business, running a business, and then also marketing that business and creating content on a regular basis. But we've kind of found our stride, even though we're not where we want to be. I'm more excited about 
the fact that we found a stride and, you know, the writing, the research, the marketing, the scheduling, the posting, the platforms, all of that stuff is kind of making its way um, to being very consistent and normal and uh, almost what we can expect. And I'm super happy and pumped about that. Uh, we had our first ever refund. I'm bringing this up because it just happened this month, in the month of July, 2022, year of our Lord. <laughs> um, I've never had to refund anybody money, but I had to give $2,000 deposit back, unfortunately. Uh, timing wasn't right. And you know what? The client had expectations and I couldn't meet them. And there was a bit of miscommunication, I guess, on on both parts. Um, but yeah, you know, it happens. It kind of was another kick to the gut after you just start getting some momentum uh, to kind of be like, oh, shoot, uh, am I going to be, is this, is this indicative of what this year is going to look like? You know, you have all these uh, uh, challenges getting the year going financially with business. And then you finally get some headwind and you get like, hit in the gut again like hey also i don't want to work with you anymore so it didn't bruise my ego too much but at the same time um we always look for ways to get customers what they're looking for ultimately that's our job so uh out of that we uh have started looking into customer satisfaction surveys and really start to understand post or near end of project cycles, how are our customers feeling and what can we do to help them and what can we do to change? Um, I don't think you ever stop working on yourself. Um, there wasn't just bad stuff. We had lots of great stuff that happened this year. I don't want to be a downer. Uh, this, this episode is about honesty, but it's not about, you know, fat and gloom. I'm super proud of this year because we are doing some of the stuff that I only hoped of a few years ago and it's happening. So we revamped our site at the end of last year. I think in January we had the uh, launch of it and we posted about it and people were really excited about it and, and liking the posts and saying that it looks really nice and fresh. And we, like I said, we were posting our blogs regularly in our target market and, uh, People have been, you know, consuming it. It's been good. It's been, and we've refined it so many times. This is something I would love to make an individual episode about. Um, it's about how we found our cadence with writing and how our writing has now shaped how we produce content on any platform. Um, writing is the key. It really is. And thankfully, our project manager is also our writer because that's not a, a skill God has given me in any way. Um, so yeah, the blogs, I'm super, I dreamed of when I started uh, this company that I would be able to produce high level information that would help people on a regular basis and be a platform where people can can, can come to and read and, and be resourced. Um, so that that is huge. We also were featured in Shout Out Atlanta. Uh, which was an online publication in Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. And we were named, or this podcast was named uh, Top 10 Canadian Arts Podcast, um, which, hey, I, I'm here for it. Thank you. Um, and, and what was it? We, we also spoke in April at the Interior Design Show, which is huge for us because that's our niche. That's our target market. 
the people that we want to be talking to and exploring with and creating with. And uh, we were able to make great, great connections. Uh, and overall, this has been like the best year to date financially we've experienced since starting this business, since working really hard and since hiring people. Um, things really did pick up <clears throat> at a rate that was um, needed and necessary, especially by the time we hit mid-March. I was like, <laughs> where's where's all this money coming from? Because uh, these bills don't don't care. Um, but that's kind of where we were at, you know, the this first six months um, business-wise. And man, it's it's as as many of those great things that I just said. It's been tough. It's been really tough to juggle. Juggling is tough no matter what. Most people can't do it. And I had to come to the realization that I too am like most people. Uh, I'm, I, I do juggle a lot of things and manage a lot of things. And at a certain point, it weighs on you and you, you don't have the stamina to do it. And you got to know that I am somebody who loves the process. You know, the 76ers and the NBA, that team, that coach, they were saying, you got to trust. I think it was Brett Brown. You got to trust the process. Got to trust the process. And uh, I, I'm one of those people that I trust the process. If, I, if, I, if we work really hard and continue to strive to become better, the goals will start to arrive and we'll start to reach them. Um, yeah, even thinking about the blogs again, I'm, I'm really proud of the blogs. I can't say that enough. Um, in September, we started writing them, and they we didn't know how we wanted to publish these and what we wanted to say and what was the best SEO strategy and which keywords. And we it took us from September, I would say, to January to really figure out our own stuff. Like, how are we going to produce these in a way that helps the overall content marketing strategy. And we had a vague idea or we thought we had an idea, but then we had to like go back and refine and trust the process. And now I feel like we're in a place that I'm super proud of it. And I think most people um, would love to have a blog like ours. Like that's how proud of it I am. I'm like, we got great content, great resources. Um, people are finding it. We're ranking for keywords. All the good things are happening in that regard. Um, but back to what I was saying, I still need to find a place to make this business work for me so that I'm not juggling all the time. Uh, yeah, right now I work for the business and that's not sustainable. And I know that there are some big things that are probably going to come our way in the next like 18 months. I can just feel it, you know, when we're making momentum, not in the flashy things, but in the boring stuff and the boring stuff. When you get that locked in, oh man, now you can catch a huge fish because you have the capacity, you have the net, you have a bucket to hold it. And that's what we've been working on the past like two years in building a team and building processes, hiring consultants and getting a business coach and getting all of these ducks proverbially in a row. Um, 
my life has been affected by my health and my business and my mental capacity. Um, and I'm excited for a lot of the cool things that, you know, are cool to me from a business standpoint, um, the profitability and getting our taxes done and all these different things that we've been able to do. But I feel like my mental health and my business is affecting my life and I want, I want it to be the other way around. I want to affect my mental health. I want us to affect my business. And that comes from, again, a place of honesty. you got to be real with yourself. And, or life will put things in yourself that will just make you have those tough conversations. Um, you know, I, I've said this many times before, but this podcast was to document the journey of entrepreneurship without losing my mind, without me losing it. And the honest truth is I feel like I'm losing the battle. Like, not to say that I'm losing it, but I feel like there is a part of me that is waning um, when I wanted to find a better pace so that I can just share it and document it. And uh, I haven't biked in a long time, almost a year. And I, last year I was doing, you know, 50 kilometer bouts, which is huge for me, not for, for some people who do like 110 kilometers weekly. Um, and I went for this bike ride after a year of not being on a bike. And I had a map on my phone. I was going to try to do 20 kilometers. And immediately in the first three kilometers, I'm gassed. I've been biking for like 10 minutes, not even. And I just had to like take a second and breathe and tell myself, just find the pace. Okay. In cycling, that's called cadence. So what is the pace that you're going to be able to finish the rest of these 17 kilometers before you pass out? Okay. So that's what I really want with this, this world that I've somewhat created uh, is I wanted it to be at a pace that I could execute, but still share the journey, document the journey, bring people along with me. And I think that I've been getting really excited about the small wins and big wins and little failures and big failures that I just have ramped up the pace and then other things get thrown into your lap, like family and health and kids and marriage. And I never slowed down the pace and so this is a part of me that I hate to lose, but I need to lose, is the tenacity to keep the pace no matter what. And uh, I want this to be everything that I hoped and dreamed. I don't want this to be a losing battle where I'm not able to, uh, to get where, where I want to be. So if I could encourage anybody is find your pace. Not what you see on Instagram, not what you see people tweet in their Twitter threads. Find the pace that is helping you live the life that you wanted. Like I said, I, I, I wanted, you know, I, I, I don't want to work for this business. I want the business to work for me. I went into business so that I could live the life that I want on my terms. It doesn't have to be flashy. I don't have to make a million dollars. But I do want to have the freedom that is associated with success and success looks different depending on your lifestyle, depending on what's around you, where you live. And for me, success is something that is, 
is looking for those pockets of moments where I know where my money's coming from. I know where my time is being spent. I know the people who are most important that are around me and I spend time with them and care for them accordingly. Um, so this is what I want. And, and this is not going to be a super long episode of the podcast. Um, we're going to have a guest next week and I can't wait for you guys to hear who it is. But first things first, I want to talk a little bit of what I've learned. Um, and before we get there, I'm just going to share a little bit about where health-wise, mental-wise, I'm at. And I'm going to go through it pretty fast. After I spoke at the Interior Design Conference, um, I had a blast. There were like six different after parties. People were meeting us. We were like kind of these mini, it was me and a friend who were uh, uh, speaking together. We were kind of like these all of a sudden, you know, you, my first real quote-unquote event I've ever been to, people are like treating us like we're little celebrities and coming up to us and handing us their business cards and I'm handing out business cards left, right, and center. And, pe- and people literally stopped to ask to take photos with us and it was great. Had a time of my life. Can't wait to see more of those people next year. Afterwards, um, I think I went to maybe too many uh, after parties and I caught covid first time in the two years I waited until 2022 to catch COVID and you might be even able to hear it now my breathing has been really tough for me ever since um so I had an asthma attack at work while I was here in my office and it became very traumatic and scary and I had to go to the hospital and gave me a puffer and did a bunch of tests to understand what was going on and I just learned that listen your symptoms are gone. You don't have COVID, but the damage was done to your lungs. So you have to take it easy. You got to slow down. You got to calm down. You got to be active, but not too active. So I was just taking walks around the block, trying to stay active, let my lungs heal. Not the time to go running a marathon or, you know, do a century ride on my bike. So two weeks after that, I end up getting a, another visit to the hospital. Um, I came home from picking up my kids from Taekwondo and my heart is just racing and my watch is alerting and blinking, telling me that my heart's too high. And I end up going to the hospital again, just two weeks afterwards. And I'm like, what's going on? And I think there was just a lot of stress in my life in terms of my home life and managing work and my mom who's, who is now sick and unwell and, she was in the hospital multiple times and she's she's not doing good and all these things are weighing on me i'm juggling like i said juggling is tough most people can't do it i am most people uh not everybody can juggle all these things at the same cadence the same pace and i am just a mere mortal human like everybody else so it becomes very tough to juggle and to manage and to keep that same tenacity as you would want to um and so my doctor was like hey you really gotta slow down your blood pressure is really high you're stressed out um i want you to spend more time at home and less time at work all this you know is happening as like i said we're having our best year to date uh for the first six months we're having speaking engagements featured in magazines, uh, podcast awards. <laughs> it's funny how it works, right? The good comes with the bad. Um, 
all these things are happening simultaneously and I'm having to take a reprieve. I have to take a pause. So I go, don't go to work for the next week. I work from home, just answering some emails. Um, my team is amazing. Shout out to Amanda, who always is helping me and picking up the slack and learning so much about the business so that she could, you know, help anticipate some of these account and client needs and some of our creative team member needs and all these different things. Uh, I have a month where I've really slowed down my pace. That was June. All this health stuff happened in the end of April and, and all of May. In June, I have a month where I'm just taking a slower pace. Life is good. The last week of June comes and I have a vacation and we have a week away at a cottage with another family and it's a great vacation. And here we are now. This is the second week of July. I'm back. I still want to run at an incredible pace. It's like you have a super fast car and you want to give it the gas. But at the same time, everything around you is telling you, hey, these engine lights are starting to flicker and stay on more frequently than they used to before. So you need to be more cautious on how hard you drive the car. I want, I want this to be everything that I hoped and dreamed. I want this to be something that I could grow and be happy, but I don't want to lose the thing that I'm most passionate about, which is my will of life, my family, uh, you know, all of those things without without, you know, losing the success as well. I want both. So that word cadence has been meaning a lot to me. And there are some learnings that I've learned in the past two months of me going through slowing down in a ever growing business, <laughs> which is almost like the ultimate lesson in terms of what it takes to get where you need to go. You need to be laser focused. So this is what I've learned so far, okay? I'm going to drop it here, and then we're going to end. Uh, number one, to have less is to gain more. Um, freedom is in my control. I just didn't choose it. I was choosing juggling instead of freedom. You know what happened when I took a week off after I went to the hospital and when I took a whole month at a slowed uh, dampened pace, nothing, nothing happened. Everything just happened the way it was supposed to no catastrophe, no falling out, no clients just, you know, were upset and irate. Nothing happened. I was running and me, me running so hard. I realized has no day to day impact on the business. Freedom is in my control. Like I said, you know, I don't want to work for the business. This business is supposed to work for me. Number two, do less and do it better. My job is to lead people at this stage in this company. Sales and lead people. So if I'm in charge of people and I'm still running around ragged, I'm not empowering them to do 
the work that I want them to be able to do. And I always thought that I was a great uh, advocate for my team and how hard they work and how, how efficient they are and how they get stuff done. And there's a lot of other stuff that I just randomly do that I'm like, oh, this is it. So for the past two months, I've been tagging in my Asana things that I no longer want to do with a tag called VA, meaning virtual assistant, which means this is something I want to hire a virtual assistant. And I, now that we've done this for two months, I have a list of tasks that I've already done, but they're tagged so I can go back and make a job description and find somebody who can help us with these things. I need to be doing less things that are more impactful for the business and all the other noise needs to fade away. I interestingly heard a podcast with Logan Paul and Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, if you don't know who that is. Uh, he, he That episode of the podcast was amazing, where you see how he works so diligently, even though he's so successful. But he only does the things that he is most passionate about. He only does the things that have the highest impact. He probably has an executive assistant who takes care of every other little thing, mundane scheduling, emails, booking appointments, making sure communication is handled, giving direction to business manager or whatever it may be. He has all those other things in place so that he can still get up early execute at a high level, and then enjoy his day. He's a billionaire. And I listened to that episode and I was like, okay, this man is involved in so many businesses and deals and TV shows and television appearances and syndicated radio and all these different things, but he does only the essential. How much more me? How much more do I do busy work when my job is to grow this company and manage the team to actually operate it. So we're looking for an assistant. This is my second learning, do less uh, and do it better. Lastly, this one is the one that I knew, but I needed to hear again. The person who falls in love with the journey rather than the destination will go farther and achieve more success. Fall in love with the journey at your pace. Don't fall in love with the destination. Sometimes we, we fool ourselves because we put destinations on vision boards instead of disciplines on vision boards. Sometimes we fool ourselves into thinking that everything will just be okay if I just get to that point. And what I've learned, that is rarely ever been the case. Fall in love with the destination. Fall in love. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't fall in love with the destination. Fall in love with the journey. If you fall in love with the journey, the goals will come. The success will come. The advantages and opportunity will just come. Why? Because you're disciplined, you're steadfast, you're, you're holding down the fort. So I would say 
if you're looking for something to leverage what you can do and leverage what you can actually produce, you know, business-wise, you have to then be willing to hunker down and say, okay, nothing else is more important than my understanding of myself. And that's why I didn't want to start this episode or this season rather with anything other than the sanctuary of honesty, where life throws a mirror at your face and you can't help (laughs) but look at yourself and identify what is wrong, what needs to be changed, and how this will actually impact your life. Your decisions have meanings in your personal life and in your, your, your business life. And I want everybody to have more life. So that being said, to have less is to gain more. To do less is to do it better. And to fall in love with the journey is to supersede any destination. I've been Bart. Peace out.